Welcome to A Farther Room. The last two weeks have been a very sad time for our nation. It's been sad for several reasons that I'd like to discuss. I've done a lot of thinking about this, as all of us should have. There's so much to talk about, but I tried to pare it down as best I could into just the main points that I feel like are most important to me. Please hang in there with me on this episode. A man was killed, George Floyd. He was killed by a police officer in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It was caught on video. If you haven't seen the video, I'd encourage you to watch it. It's very sad. And it makes any decent person want to see repercussions for those people involved. It's best to use as a starting point. Think about if it was your family member who was killed. Why did it happen? Why was something like that allowed to happen? What kind of person does something like that? These are all early questions that naturally come to mind. Unfortunately, there are a handful of people I've seen try to downplay the situation by saying things like, well, he had just committed a crime. Well, he was on drugs. Well, it looks like he was resisting being placed in a police car before that. That doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's all just a distraction. It's avoiding what really took place. He should still be alive. Despite if all of that is true doesn't matter. He should still be alive. What happened after is what so often happens after a tragic event. The sadness and sorrow turns to anger. And it was justified anger. People have a right to be angry over what happened. People have a right to demand action. People have a right to demand justice for this man and his family. There was a brief period of protest in Minneapolis that aimed to do just that. But the anger got out of control. There was that point where the anger was there below the surface, but that first person threw a brick. That first person broke into a store. 
that first person smashed up a police car. And then it was just a domino effect from there. There is that adrenaline rush of a collective mob-induced anger. Retribution for what had happened. What happened after George Floyd's death was just as sad, if not sadder. The riots became the story. The people doing what they did felt justified in the moment. I want people listening to think about this just for a second. The riots that followed George Floyd's death killed more black Americans than what happened to start the riots in the first place. I counted at least six different stories I read. Six black Americans killed in the last two weeks during riots. That's terrible. How can anybody objectively say that's okay? People came out in support of the riots. I have read a lot of posts by people on social media that have said things like, paraphrasing, if some people have to die or are injured, or if businesses are burned to the ground, then fine. Let it happen. We have had the problem of systemic racism go on for far too long in the United States. If some bad things happen right now, it's just part of the process of getting us where we need to be. I think a lot of people silently agree with that. I've thought a lot about it. While I can understand the point that they're trying to make, I think it's just a bad stance to take. I think if you really believe that, how are you any different than those people who may have said, George Floyd was on drugs, he was a criminal, he got what was coming to him. If you're going to advocate violence, you're not better than those people who just brushed off the police violence against Floyd. As we have to deal with the aftermath of a tragedy, we often look for people to blame. I've seen it said over and over and over and over. George Floyd died because Trump. I've said this in previous episodes, but I hate it when we politicize everything in this country. Everything. This is an election year, and everything gets turned into some left and right thing. I know it's very easy and trendy to take that position right now. George Floyd died because Trump. But let me say this. 
Michael Brown, Philando Castile, Freddie Gray. They all died at the hands of police during Obama's presidency. Was he responsible for those deaths? Did he share any blame in what happened? No, he didn't. Nobody tried to pin that on him. And I don't think it should be pinned on Trump either. Well, Trump is a white supremacist. Come on. Think for yourself. I understand a lot of people just hate his guts. I understand people want him gone. I truly do get why people don't like him. It's always really easy to point blame at people you don't like. But maybe we're taking our eye off the ball a little when, we do, when we're doing that. Maybe it's just a distraction. Another way to vent. Another way to try and make sense of something that shouldn't have happened. Respect. Human decency. Solidarity as human beings. That's what is sorely needed. That's what could have prevented George Floyd's death. What troubles me the most, and of course I'm one person, is it doesn't seem like we're having much discussion about solutions. Solutions. After a tragedy, obviously, there's a period of grieving. And in this case, there was a period of uncontrolled anger. But now what? Now what? Have we lost the plot already? Did enough regular people see enough images of burning buildings and people getting beaten up in the streets that now they're turned off to this whole thing? That's a worry. That's a problem, if true. We need to be having dialogue. We need to identify concrete problems problems we can point to, and we need to brainstorm concrete solutions to those problems. What about standardization of training among all taxpayer-funded police departments? More screening and targeting of certain personality types to fill police positions and certain personality types to weed out. What about more accountability for police departments by granting new oversight of their internal investigations? I'm not saying these are good or bad. I'm saying these are examples of real solutions that could be discussed. 
these are changes that may actually provide an impact on police relations with people in their precincts. These are changes I think most people would be on board with. Why aren't we doing it? I know people will not like this, but I'll just ask it because I'm a contrarian. What does a black square for a profile pic on Instagram solve? I'm not saying it's inappropriate, and I'm not saying people shouldn't do it. I'm asking, what does it solve? Other than just allowing people the opportunity to virtue signal on the internet. If somebody runs up to me, puts a camera in my face, and tells me to kneel down on the ground and apologize for my white privilege, what does that solve? I saw a video just like that on Twitter. A lady who was asked that. It was a compelled bend-the-knee type situation. Come on. What does that solve? Nothing. It may make you feel good. It might make you feel better in the moment. But it doesn't do anything to get at the real heart of the issues. I want us to fix our issues. There are millions of Americans who want that. I'm not special. I'm stating the obvious. The majority of Americans want more of the same things than we would be led to believe on television. You won't get that from Maddow or Hannity. It's all about message. It's all about how it's packaged. And it's all about, are we going to determine any actionable goals? Goals we can unite around. Decrease police shootings by 50% by June 2021. That's a goal. How can we go about forging more relationships with people different than us. As individuals, what can we do better to understand the people we share a town with? That goes for people of all races. The problems are complex, but that doesn't mean they can't be solved. We need to talk more about the problems, and we need to talk about them in a respectful way. Monologues aren't going to help. I'd like to have some dialogue about it on this podcast. I don't know exactly when it will happen, but I'd like to work on it as a possibility. A lot of people are afraid to do it. It's a very sensitive issue, for good reason. Some people are afraid they'll be the next victim of cancel culture if they say something in the wrong way. 
but we need to do it. We need more of it. Can we eliminate an us and them attitude from the human psyche? Can we hear the needs and concerns of people and be respectful, be humble? Can we put aside our pride and ask, what if I'm wrong? And can we admit somebody might know something we don't? I sincerely appreciate you listening to this episode. If you know somebody who you think may enjoy it, please share, share it with them. If you're a new listener, I want to extend you a warm welcome. Give me a follow on Twitter or Instagram, JP underscore Stokes. I have several episodes in the works and I will have them out to you as soon as I can. Let the people you love know it. Let them hear it from you often.